never thought it'd be this I'm jumping out of your arms I let it fall in a pit Is this what they call the abyss? I fought and caught for an inch Turning a miracle mile I could recall when your lips Used to contort in the smiles Bright as the sun that's drawn in the clips I haven't seen light in a while Hasn't been bright in a while Do you consider dating apps a necessary evil or just just an evil i think they're just an evil just <laughs> if you had, if you had asked me that i don't know a year ago i'd say a necessary evil because okay. it feels like it's the only way to really meet people these days mm-hmm. especially during a pandemic but um now I don't necessarily need to meet people, so they're just an evil. Oh, okay. Why don't you... Because you're taking a break from dating? I'm taking a break from dating apps, which feels like a break from dating, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. It just hasn't, it hasn't turned into a break from dating yet, but it will. Once like the residuals of dating apps have faded. Right, but that ties into... What you've already said is that I, I guess there's other ways aside from the apps to meet people. And I guess what what would be an ideal meeting situation? Outside of a dating app? Yeah, outside of an app. I mean, because, you know, like, you know, someone at work, you know, has its obvious problems. Um, you know, your friends can set you up. Have your friends ever successfully set you up on a blind date? They have not. Have they tried? No. Oh, okay. Oh, well, like, on a dating app, my friend matched with a dude who she thought would be really great for me. Uh-huh. And so she messaged him and was like, hey, you should talk to my friend. But nothing came of that, of course. Oh. Well, what was she, what was she going weird. based off of? <laughs> that's not that weird. Um, I don't know. She thought he looked like my type and okay. um and his profile made him seem like really thoughtful and critically minded and mm. i don't know something about his profile made her think that i should get to know him and vice versa and you guys tried but you said that the awkwardness took hold oh no no you didn't um, even try she uh, sent him my info once she like posed the idea to him, okay. and then he never messaged me. So oh oh, so it was too weird for him. Yeah. Okay. And don't you think that's a little weird to have matched with someone? No, not necessarily. Like, hey, no. <laughs> here's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I well, because I don't. That's I don't know. That's a good lead. You know, if he's if he's a guy, if he's a guy on an app, then he, you know, he's looking for something and, you know, he matched with someone that, you know, has someone in mind for him. So I don't know, you know, I don't know what he had going on, but obviously too weird for him or something. So, okay. So they're just an evil. Oh, but you haven't, you haven't said uh, where what other ideal locations there are to, to meet someone. I don't know. I just think we have this, we just want things to be a rom-com or something. 
and I, I think life is real life is much more practical suppose so um i don't really get approached um so i don't know what an ideal setting outside of dating apps would would be i guess i mean i've been approached in bars that counts and what... that counts just <laughs> if you ever end up on someone else's podcast and they ask you a question that that counts oh <laughs> <laughs> okay well what, i got what, asked what? out at a furniture store once i guess oh i remember that i remember that (laughs) i do but you saw you dated you went on a few dates with that guy didn't you i dated him for six months (laughs) see a few but uh he was a smoker was he not yeah what (laughs) what what was that but that wasn't the only thing was it uh he had a He said he has a secure attachment style, but he's clearly like an avoidant attachment style. And uh, oh, secure being you that you can attach yourself to someone and be secure with feeling feelings. Or do I not know? Do you know what your attachment style is? No, I've never heard these terms. I guess I'll find (laughs) out after this. (laughs) Your attachment style has a lot to do with like your upbringing. So mm. the majority of the population is a secure attachment style. And then the majority? Yeah. Yeah, and then so, you have so... folks with <laughs> uh anxious preoccupied attachment styles see, and then now that avoid, seems avoid... like the majority to me. Really? I think the majority of people on dating apps are avoidant. Oh, maybe avoidant. Uh, yeah, I think I cut you off. So, okay, maybe. But I mean hmm You've been approached at bars. Would you prefer that didn't happen? Do you ever do any approaching? Do you check guys out in public spaces? I don't know. I don't. It's not even bars. It's just clubs where I'm trying to dance with my friends. Oh, yeah. Huh? That's 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 the whole thing. That is so, you know, that's so sitcom. Is where, you know, a group of girlfriends, they just want to go out and dance, you know, at the dance club. And then guys are there. And, you know, the only thing we ever want to do and has very little to do with dancing. And uh, it's well, just my friends odds. and I dance at like gay clubs or like more queer spaces. So it's helpful, but obviously not a full on. Not foolproof. And I can think of like one instance where a guy approached me. And was like trying to talk to me. The other instances are guys just trying to get super into my bubble without. <laughs> what? You're, well, you're dancing your personal space dancing bubble? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll just, you know what? Just scrap all that. I don't get approached really. Okay. Not okay. Not, not <laughs> enough to answer a question about getting approached. Well, <laughs> correct <laughs> okay we'll mark ideally i'd be ideally i'd be doing something that i more or less enjoy right. and then that person would approach me and be like hey i see you doing this thing you enjoy i enjoy doing that thing hello my name is and then whatever their name is right right I don't right know. but what so the next question would be what activities do you engage in that would facilitate that are you in a pottery making class that i don't know about no okay. i go skating sometimes okay 
and you got you you want a guy to to roll up on his razor, <laughs> and <laughs> skating's okay. On a... Would you so you would you not mind being approached skating? I wouldn't mind being approached skating. Okay, okay, yeah, skating's not bad. Okay, I was just asking because my vote is dating apps a necessary evil, but um, it just. It's just it just seems like a very practical approach to contemporary dating. Literally everything we do is is online. You know, you can order a, a car or a ride. You can order your food. You know, you could do anything because you can you can eliminate people. You know, that's what we end up doing is just judging the fuck out of each other and just swiping left and right. And then if you pass that initial round of judgment, then you you know you'll read their profile or then you'll start a conversation and um you know talk you know talk about whatever you can talk about likes dislikes and then you can disqualify them from there as well whereas the guy that approaches you while you're skating you know who knows what his deal is you know it's it's different starting points where oh, there's a guy yeah. with an no. app you see him like in several several different settings you know if he has a few pictures. No, that's actually very true because when I got out when I got asked out by that furniture store dude, <laughs> man, that felt it felt very strange because I've met since the age of 19, I've met all of my romantic interests on dating apps. Mm, okay. I've never met <laughs> Someone, uh, store, someone natural who's... or organically, yeah. like the way people say it happens. Um, right. We're, we're back so, to rom-coms. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when he asked me out, I was, one, surprised. Two, really wish I had seen his full face. <laughs> oh, the mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't <laughs> see my full face. I didn't get to see his full face. Yeah. That's um, a, yeah, that's we that's what we found out, right? Is how much, you know, from from the nose down really ties in all our feature our facial features together. Um, for better or worse. Well, and also I just didn't know anything ab about him. I came to realize how much I rely on Right, on the on the, the profile. profile, yeah. We we should just yeah. walk around with profiles. Oh yeah, or that'd like, be nice. Or like you have a a predator style heads up display, or like a RoboCop, and you you look at a guy in public and you could scan him, and then you know he can adjust the profile, but then he'll after you scan him, everything will come up on your display, and you'd be like, oh no, smoker. It'll probably have his picture, because you know if he's if he's wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, I would want to see pictures and then love languages attachment <laughs> style communication attachment style. preferences and yeah if they if they smoke or what other vices they have and right. what they're looking for okay yeah. okay so um let's go into your dating history a little bit um which i know but well i know most of it but it'll be Good to to catch the listeners up. Your longest relationship was a man that you were engaged to and living with, correct? Oh no, we were never engaged. Uh but oh, we I make that were up? Go ahead. I don't know. 
So uh, when, we were when I said it'll for... be beneficial for the listeners, I, I meant me. I'm listeners. <laughs> uh, yeah, he and I were together for six years, and we... I think that's uh... why I assumed. Oh. Um, and we bought a house together. Mm, okay, yeah. I think that's what I said. I was like, you guys might as well have been married. Or were you guys common law? Is that what happened as well? Uh... No, I don't know. I, I mean, we lived, we were together long enough that we probably could have. Right. Okay. All right. So you bought a house together. Crazy. Six years. Um, I'm saying crazy. I really, I mean, significant. Um, you know, those, <laughs> uh, those are obviously significant milestones in a relationship. Uh, please tell us a little bit about that. Uh, what, what do you want to like know a, about? Like, I... like a too long, didn't read version, like where you met him, but I assume it was a dating app. Oh, okay. Um, TLDR. How... Yeah, yeah. Um... um, yeah, I met him on OkCupid okay. uh, when I was in college. And once I graduated, uh, we moved in together. I don't know how quick things actually moved, but they probably moved pretty, pretty quickly. Right. Well, it ends with, you know, the six, six years, so... <laughs> <laughs> It really didn't matter. You know, time just takes takes over at some point. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, it was, uh, you know, I thought it was a good relationship. I thought we had established a lot of trust and communication. Okay. Um, I feel like we started off really strong because he had legal issues and I was able to help him out with those. Okay. And I think there was a level of closeness and vulnerability very early on. And since we got through that together, I thought we could get through a lot more. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, right. That's right. That's how we you build trust, right? It's, you know, if everything was, you know, hunky-dory for the duration of the relationship, we'd be, you know, pretty skeptical about the way things are going. So out of the six years, was there a certain year mark where you noticed things starting to, you know, go go sideways or, you know, that trust and communication that you guys had built up where that started to deteriorate? In the last year. Just the last year? Or in retrospect, did you see like other indicators that, that led up? Nope. I was totally blindsided. <laughs> mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he and I only ever had one big fight and he didn't know it was a fight. So <laughs> which, was that was uh, that before the last year or this that yeah was it was then? like it was like in our third maybe our second or third year of dating oh okay I just got I got pissed because he would not agree with me that media is a socializing institution and it's like so obvious to me and I couldn't uh <laughs> let it go and and he couldn't like uh, I don't know <laughs> right right well yeah so you you you're associating you know the frustration that you had at that time to distinguish it as a fight where he thought you you know you guys were just exchanging ideas i guess yeah he didn't view it as a fight <laughs> i i named it as a fight though right so he knew he knew i thought it was a fight yeah that's that's fair uh so then so then we get you know you guys go 5 years and then tell us about the last year it's like in the last 6 months of the last year Okay. Where something just felt, something felt off and he wasn't as communicative and 
Um, our sex life wasn't great. Okay. Um, I just couldn't get the guy to touch me anymore. Right. So I think that's when the the alarm bells started going off. Okay. And then what did you find out ultimately? And then, you know, who ended up calling it off? Ultimately, I found out that he's a coward uh, who hadn't been <laughs> communicating okay. and who couldn't articulate his wants and needs. And pulling out how he was feeling was like, basically, I had to do all the emotional labor right. and I had to be the one to initiate the communication and to keep picking at it. Ultimately, he ended up telling me that he wasn't happy anymore. But I was the one that pretty much had to facilitate our breakup because right. he he would have just let it go on for God knows how long if I hadn't right, just right. kept trying right. to pick at it. Right. Yeah. And it was just it was just that emotional and physical distance. He he wasn't um seeing anyone or anything. Oh, he says he wasn't, but <laughs> <laughs> uh we broke up in early February of twenty nineteen. I don't know. I think it was in like April that he changed his Facebook status to in a relationship uh, with uh, with a with a woman. Um, but <laughs> you can put start dates on those things. Oh, and his was before. Yeah, yeah, it was before. Mm, okay. okay. So <laughs> he was just if he wasn't cheating physically, then he was cheating emotionally. And I don't know which one is worse in my book, honestly. So, hmm. right, right. Because, yeah. you know, when you're speaking about it now, it, it seems like, you know, probably the biggest thing that you were heard about was just the communication breakdown that he wasn't able to to share, you know, maybe his dissatisfaction with everything that was going on. And, you know, even when you went to argue about it and pull out his feelings and get him to admit everything, he still relented. Whereas, you know, physical. Yeah, he was you know. just super passive. He was super yeah. passive. And yeah, he's a coward. He's a coward. <laughs> what, a, what a word. Okay, so so that's obviously, well, maybe not obvious, but would you, would you call that your most significant relationship experience? That or the one before him. Okay, how long did that one go? Uh, like four years. Okay. Oh, so... Okay, so between the four-year and the six-year relationship, do did those experience bolster your confidence in the dating space and, and looking forward to another long-term relationship, or do they make you a little apprehensive about you know exploring everything and putting yourself out there again? I mean, well, they both cheated on me, so <laughs> I would say uh, I'd say apprehensive, <laughs> to put it lightly. Yeah. To put it lightly. Okay. Well, so what, do you have any mitigation tactics for for avoiding cheating or, you know, sussing out a partner that you think might have, you know, tendencies or personality traits that might lead to that? Oh, I don't think so. My therapist might think otherwise. He, your therapist thinks that you have you have tactics that you've employed for, for better or worse. Uh, he thinks I have tactics that I've employed for protection mm -hmm. that ultimately are not serving me anymore. Right. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I uh, It's very strange. I've gotten feedback. There's a 
lovely woman that I dated who told me that I was the most authentic yet guarded person she's ever met. And mm. I think that is, you know, I think that's fair. <laughs> it's a uh, fair I, assessment or a fair way to, to, to navigate the, the dating space? I think it's a fair assessment. And I think it's just a contradiction that I embody, I guess. Yeah, because I can speak very openly and candidly uh, and transparently. And there's very little that I won't talk about. Mm -hmm. um, people gravitate toward that sometimes. Right. That's authentic because I'm honest and I'm just talking about myself. Right. But I'm talking about myself from a distance. <laughs> I right. think that's the, only, that's the only way I can describe it. I've. I almost in the third person. Sure. Like someone else is <laughs> someone else is living Kate's life. But... Yeah, yeah. I just I'm told that I I speak very diplomatically and like clinically mm -hmm. and that my language can be very sterile. St <laughs> sterile <laughs> language. Especially in my approach when I've been on dating apps. In the last year, I was just like, fucking cut to the chase, get past the bullshit. I want to, I have right. like this whole like, questions and the way I speak about myself is very prescriptive. But uh, so, it, it's effective, right? Because I, and I'm just guessing, but I, I imagine with that approach that you had, you weeded out a lot of guys who who probably weren't really serious about about dating. Yes. <laughs> uh, but what it does is it <laughs> shuts out uh, the majority of people, I guess. Uh, <laughs> well. Because I go out the gate just like, yeah, with it, this well, like, maybe, whole host maybe, of questions. Uh, a perception of overbearingness. Maybe. I, uh, hmm. What's your take on soulmates? I don't think that soulmates are a thing. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the long and short of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that works. That works. Okay. <laughs> I think that, yeah, the person that you choose as your like intimate romantic partner is it's, it's a choice and it's something that's built mm, and okay. that grows over time. And you just got to keep picking that person. Soulmates sounds like it's, fate and like there's one right. person for you and right. blah 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 right right then that's the point i was going to tie into is you know you can employ certain dating tactics and i don't know if pushing away the majority of people is is a negative you know if you are trying to boil it down to if not a soulmate then just at least you know a life partner with you know mutual attraction you know maybe it it should be, you know, something special that was brought about, you know, under special circumstances and tactics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh I don't I don't I don't know. That's a very obnoxious thing about dating apps is that you get a lot of quantity and right. you don't get well you don't get quality. Women get a lot of quantity. And and yeah, so so I've heard <laughs> Not a lot of quality, um, just high quantity and matches and dick pics and dick pic attempts. 
Yeah, I, I don't understand unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 strange, right? They are. Because I don't. I... I've never met. Look, either every woman I've ever talked to about this is either lying to me, or I haven't met. You know, this contingency of women that is really, really just set off by a, a dick pic they didn't ask for. You know, like man, I didn't. I didn't. I was on the fence about this guy, but. You know, he he sent me a picture of the hammer and I was like, whoa. Yeah, we, we got to get off this app and into my the bed. The hammer? The hammer, yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I've, I've asked women before and then they'll they'll mostly say, again, I don't know if I'm being lied to, but they'll, they'll mostly say that, yeah, they'll send it. And, you know, if they're proud of it, I don't know why, because all the unsolicited ones I've seen aren't impressive either. Which, you know, adds a, yet another curious layer to the whole unsolicited dick pics. To just, I should have, I just, I should have saved the dick pics I got to just send back to people. <laughs> oh, oh, to th so if you get another one, uh, well, you can find them online. Ugh. No. Ugh. What do you mean? Ugh. You just said that you'd have uh, an album in your phone of all the dick pics you received. I do not. No, I do I'm, not keep them. No, no, no. You said that you should have just for ammunition to send them back. <laughs> that was your suggestion. I said just go to our old pal Google. I just. <laughs> I think it would be funny if like oh, a definitely. dude sends me an unsolicited dick pic and I just like pocket it and then he's like, "Where's mine?" You know, reciprocate. <laughs> right. Here you go. Just have it back. <laughs> I don't have a dick. Here, have this one. <laughs> Um, I, don't, I don't know. That doesn't, yeah, that doesn't sound so bad. And I don't, look, I don't even think I've met a guy. I don't think, I, I yeah, I'm missing, I'm, I'm missing the underworld of unsolicited dick pics, both <laughs> effective and the people that are, are sending them. I don't think I've met a guy. And again, I could be being lied to. Like, I, you know, half of my friends could be just serial unsolicited dick pic senders but they just won't openly admit it. You know, I haven't gotten a ton anyway. I feel like I've gotten maybe outside of Omegle days, I've maybe gotten <laughs> four. Four? Yeah. I, I, well, what we're talking about, one's too many. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. So we will uh, wind it down here and then the next time you we come back, we'll uh, we'll recap any dates you've had in the meantime and and get updates that way. I don't imagine you have any closing remarks. <laughs> <laughs> give us like, is it Jerry Springer that used to give his final thoughts at the end of the show? Oh God, I don't know. Mm. I haven't watched Jerry Springer since high school. Oh yeah, what, what you think I'm binging <laughs> Jerry Springer <laughs> in my free time? Um, I don't remember. I've got the memory of like, I don't even know. I don't know what time is. I can't, I don't even remember most <laughs> of my high school years. It's all a blur. I think depression really does that to you. Right. I was about to say it's trauma. <laughs> oh man. Talk radio. Yes. Talk radio. It's so boring, man. Okay. Okay.